You are now listening to the Doula Road Trip Podcast. My name is Jariel and I am a certified doula. After a quick and unsuccessful start in the birth industry over six years ago, I am returning in order to turn my passion into my career. In this show, I am going to share with you my journey and my hope is that we together can start up and stay up doing the work that we absolutely love. This podcast will be a resource, it will be a tool, and it will also be a point of reference for you as you start your journey into birth work. I want to share everything that I wish I knew before I started and answer some frequently asked questions that constantly pop up in birth work even now six years later. I would love for you to be able to find inspiration, to find community, and to also be encouraged that the work that you love can absolutely be the work that you do for the rest of your life if you want. So let's go ahead and get into the show. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Doula Road Trip Podcast. I appreciate you tuning in. Welcome if it's your first time listening and welcome back if you are an oldie but goodie. I really appreciate you coming back. So today I really wanted to dive into social media because (laughs) I feel like so many of us always start with social media because it's the free thing we can do to promote our business. So we go ahead and grab our Instagram handle, we grab our Facebook handle, we grab our handles on every platform, and then it kind of falls flat. (laughs) Um, A lot of us find that only other people in our industry end up following us, and it can be very hard to attract the people who we do want to serve. So I have the ultimate Instagram expert here today to share her best tips with us and tricks. Her Instagram is absolutely gorgeous. She has a ton of followers, a ton of engagement, and I've been following her for a little while and I love her content. So we will get some tips and some advice on what we can do as newbies to begin to grow our audience, put out good content, and also find our potential clients, which is what we all want. So SA, welcome to the podcast and thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Of course, I would love it if you would just tell everyone a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do. Um, hi everyone, my name is S.A. and I'm a single mom to a three-year-old son. I um, live in England and I'm an Instagram strategist. So what I do is I teach service-based entrepreneurs how to use Instagram effectively to gain new clients. Love. And what were you doing before you became the Instagram strategist? Um, I worked in finance, actually, believe it or not, for a few years. And during my time as a financial officer, I was also doing like working on Instagram as an influencer. So I worked with a lot of brands. So that's where like my love for social media actually started. And so I dabbled on working in corporate and using my social media to work with brands. 
So tell me this, why Instagram? What is it about Instagram that you love opposed to LinkedIn or Facebook or TikTok or some of the other major platforms? I think for Instagram, for me, it was more visual. Um, it was like you could go into like someone's account and based on like the kind of pictures they had, the kind of content and the kind of information that they had on there, it was very attractive to me. And I found that I was fascinated by people's accounts on Instagram. And for me, I found it very easy to use as well. Like if you know exactly what you're doing, Instagram is not that hard. And I found also that more people were using Instagram compared to Facebook and other social media accounts. So that's why I think Instagram for me was more attractive. Okay, so if we do have businesses that are going to be ones that are like local where we have like people that we're trying to attract that are directly like in our city or if we have businesses where we're trying to attract people worldwide, do you think that Instagram will work better for one versus the other or that it would work for both? I would say Instagram would work for every and anyone when I, okay. like, I had a client and she wanted to focus mainly on clients that were nearer to her place. And then mm-hmm. I said, that's where location hashtag comes into place. That's where location comes in. So when she had a post, like, on her stories, I would always advise her to put her location on her story. Because what Instagram does is, if you put a location, Instagram sort of, like, promotes your post to people based in that location or anyone actually searching for content in that location. So as long as you're using um, location in your feeds and your stories, people local to you would find you still on Instagram. Okay, love it. So if you are trying to attract clients for your doula business who are right in your backyard, you can do it with Instagram. Or if you are a virtual doula and you have services that are all online, Instagram will still work for you as well. Okay, so no excuses. Okay, awesome. So then let's talk a little bit about what people should do when they first start their business's Instagram account. So we decide that we're going to hang our shingle. And the first thing we want to do is like grab our name on Instagram. And we do. And then it's kind of like, okay, what do we do next? So what advice would you give for like someone who just is starting their account today? Beforehand, know what your purpose is, is on Instagram. And then when you find and know exactly what your purpose is, you then decide, okay, who do I want to work with? That's where your ideal client comes into place. When you find out who your ideal client is, you then decide, okay, what problems do my or does my ideal client have? When you find out what problems they have, you have to then come in as a creation to that problem. So that's the first things I would say, like you need to be strategic. If it's a business, you need to know exactly what you're doing on Instagram. You need to know who you're serving, how you can serve them. So that's what that's what makes you stand out when you start Instagram. So let me ask you this. Um, for a new entrepreneur, it seems like the number one goal with getting on Instagram would be to attract new clients. Would that be the primary goal that you say would be specific enough? Or do you think that someone needs to have a deeper goal than to attract new clients as a new entrepreneur? 
deciding to start Instagram solely based on getting new clients, I think it's going to like, you're going to fail. Sorry to say that. Because I always say you need to start off having a good foundation. And that's why most people are not patient enough. You have to build your house on a solid foundation before you can get clients. You need to be able to set up your Instagram in a place that you know exactly who you want to serve and how you can serve them. So when you have, uh, when you know the kind of clients that you want and the kind of problems that you have, it's easy for you to then find content that can attract those clients to you. Where you can dis, where you can like easily create content that you know touches on the client's pain point that's when they start to come and follow you if you start up an instagram account with no clarity with no strategy with no idea who you're serving with no purpose and you just want to you know sell to people when your ideal client comes in they're not going to stick around because they're not actually sure what you're talking about and you're not sure what you're talking about so you have to set up the fun great sorry <laughs> you have to set up the foundation before you can start attracting customers okay awesome so then let's talk about the foundation would a better goal be to be helpful um and to provide like, expecting families with information that they're not getting at their medical provider's office at their doctor's office would that be a more solid reason to start an instagram account for your business okay i think to a solid reason would be you have decided that okay you know what you're knowledgeable in your field and you then want to pass on that knowledge and information that you have to new people right so you then decide to come on instagram and the best way that you can do that is to be very specific as to who you want to serve and what information, what personal story do you have regarding that? Do you have any knowledge? Are you experienced? Because you really cannot teach what you do not know. So when you have the information and you know that you can serve these people well, then you can create an Instagram account solely for attracting and getting new clients and ideal clients, not just everyone. Yeah, I think I wanted to ask you about target audience, right? A lot of people feel like if they pick a target audience, then they'll be leaving someone out. And people don't want to leave anyone out. They feel like their services are for everyone. What do you think about that? I feel like it's it's better for you to have a niche audience. And the other thing that's actually good that you asked this question most people have an ideal audience and they have an ideal target because they have a personal experience regarding that but that does not stop you from serving everyone i you know deal with like female service providers right but the information that i provide everyone can benefit from it but that is just my target audience because i'm a female myself and i feel like i can relate more Choosing a niche audience does not eliminate you from working with everyone else. So it's actually a plus when, you know, you've openly said that I only work with female entrepreneurs and then you have like male entrepreneurs reaching out to you based on the information that you have provided. 
So you don't, just because you have a niche audience, it does not mean that you eliminate yourself from working with everyone else. It just means that you're putting your energy and the kind of information that would serve the female entrepreneurs, if that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. I love that you said that. You go after the people who you will attract, who will be attracted to you. You serve them very, very well. And as a result, other people will be attracted to you too. And you don't say no to those people, but you also don't make those people your main focus. You stay in your lane. Yeah, love that. Okay, so we have our Instagram um, account. We know the reason that we're getting on Instagram. We're very knowledgeable. We want to share that knowledge with other people. We know who our audience is. It will be people who are like in the middle of maybe an adoption journey or a surrogacy journey, maybe newly just had a baby and are postpartum. Maybe they're getting ready to have a baby, right? So they're somewhere on that scale. And we're like, okay, that's the people who we definitely want to serve and then let's get into content right that was the next step that we need to start putting out content to be helpful and useful to that audience what's your definition of good valuable content how will people know if what they want to put out is useful for me it's about doing market research and also it's um working with beta clients right so when I started, I decided, okay, this is what I want to work with and this is how I want to go about it. I did a market research and based on the market research, I realized most people wanted the exact same thing. I was like, okay, if 50 people want to gain followers, they want to know how to increase their engagement, they want to learn how to get new clients and they want to know how to use hashtag you know to increase their reach i said okay that's actually amazing then i decided okay you know what i need to come up with a content pillar so based on my market research i realized i need to stick to four topics and those four topics are my content pillars and i literally talk about those four topics because that's what my ideal clients are interested in but there's so many options that you can choose on a particular topic so you have to do a market research and to make sure that your framework works, you have to work with people. I worked with three people and for free. They didn't pay me, but I knew that I wanted to work with them. And based on the feedback that I get from working with them, that would sort of like help me better my, you know, my course or my coaching or my training. So that's what I did. And then I picked four topics that my ideal clients were interested in so that's how i'm able to serve my ideal clients and yeah i just found that was easiest for me to do love that okay so for people who are wondering um a lot of times market research is easy as done online in facebook groups um there is a facebook group called boss moms it has like over fifty thousand people inside of the group and so a lot of people do post like market research sort of questions to get a gauge on what an audience might say right so it's very important that when you're thinking about market research you don't go into a group with people who want to serve the same people you do right so don't go into a group with other doulas and ask them any questions because that will not be helpful for you unless your target audience is other doulas so if you do want to serve people who are you know in the middle of 
like a fertility journey or in the middle of an adoption journey or a surrogacy journey, you do want to find Facebook groups that have, I would say, a few thousand people who are very engaged and active who you can ask market research questions to in order to find out what the common themes are. Those common themes become your content pillars. So let me ask you this. When you think about market research and about your content pillars, if you do get feedback from your audience, right, say about hashtags and you feel like, okay, well, I know a little bit about hashtags, but I feel like I can know more about that. Would you say, okay, let me do a research on something that comes up as a theme that I don't know a lot about? Or would you say, let that go and just focus on the ones that you know very well that you don't have to dig deeper to find out more about um to be honest if um say hashtag came up and i didn't have any knowledge about hashtag but i knew that you know that's one of the main problems that my ideal clients were having and at that point i would get myself a coach and a coach that teaches how to use hashtags because i need to learn better to know how to implement it in my business which I did actually, I did get a coach when I started my coaching business because I wanted to know exactly how to perfect my, you know, my strategy. So I would always advise if you don't know something and it, you want that to be part of your content pillars because it's going to be, it's going to serve you in a longer term, then get someone that can coach you on how to do it. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about when you do get everything in order right so you have your goal for why you're on instagram you do have your main like mission and passion and focus which is to share your knowledge with other people you've picked the group of people who you want to share your knowledge with you have done your market research so you know what kind of content they want to see and then like i feel like people will say like due to the algorithm like there's not a whole lot of reach for new accounts that you have to do reels that you have to follow hashtag strategies so i guess like what is your best advice for how to get that content in front of people's ideal audience is whoever they are what's the best strategy um for me it would be consistency and i know everyone says that but the truth of the matter is instagram wants you to be on the platform and consistency you don't have to post five seven times a week you could post three times a week i'm very consistent and i feel like engagement plays a big factor And I always say to my clients, you need to have like a community. And the thing with getting a community is if you're engaging with, say, like, you know, 10 people, 15 people, 20 people, eventually Instagram is give or take. So if I'm always showing love to your account and you notice that whenever you put a new content, I'm liking it and I'm commenting on it you're going to do the same to me so that's just how you know relationship builds on instagram you need to be consistent you need to be engaging and you need to like and engaging it on the post and the stories as well because from stories that's where it leads to the dms so building relationships consistency and engagement engage with other accounts engage with your ideal clients like keep on engaging even if you're not posting always try to engage like at least daily okay so with engagement you say that you can just like as little as 10 of 
other people's photos who you want to interact with do you also have to leave comments because i've heard that like you have to leave comments that are at least like four characters long and emojis don't count like is that true or no <laughs> i think it's it's a personal choice i would not go okay. on your account and like leave a comment if i wasn't really like you know if i didn't really like the content or i would not be liking the pictures if it wasn't resonating with me. So I always say that, you know, quality over quantity. So you could go on a page and like two pictures and then leave a comment. And, but then you go on like, you know, another person's account and you're leaving 10, 10 likes and you know, they know your ideal client. So what's, there's really no point in that. So I always say that if you're going to engage, engage with your ideal client and make it count. Leaving emojis, on stories yes that's fine but when it comes to like content i feel like if you have actually read someone's caption and you liked what they've said an emoji is just not enough <laughs> like i would genuinely leave a con comment on someone's page but i'm not counting how many you know letters i have used or anything so it's just about genuine connections that's all i would say okay and do you think that people really need to use the feed? Do they need to go live and do IGTVs? Do they need to do reels and stories? Like, do you feel like people need to really take advantage of all that the platform has to offer in order to get the most out of it? I would say yes and no. I, the reason I would say yes is Instagram is, you know, introducing new features every time if you're going to use instagram for your business then you need to at least try it once right you need to try it to know if you like it or not most people do lives and they do not like it and then they end up doing like igtvs most people do igtvs and they're like oh you know what let me try reels i would say try everything out and then decide that okay what sort of like video options do you want to decide or do you want to do like recorded videos and then upload it to igtv or do you want to do reels do you want to do stories but i would say you know try and play around all the features and then decide on which ones you like the best and then just keep up with it i love that a lot i used to think that i was never the type of person that could go live on instagram and then last year i started going live with I went live on myself and also with special guests and it was like several dozen times that I ended up going live on Instagram and I really did actually enjoy it but I was like petrified at the thought of ever going live so I like the advice to just try it even if it scares you and then see what ends up happening so let me ask you this if people wanted to do hashtag research in order to see like what would be the best hashtags to use to get their content in front of their ideal audience do you have tips on how people could go about that um in some um, with hashtags you have to it's i think it really depends on the size of following that you have so let's say you had you know your account had a thousand followers for example I would say to keep your hashtags reach to a certain amount of numbers so like maybe 20,000 to 100 or 200,000 then because the smaller your account is you want to use like smaller hashtags so more people can see you I see that so many times like an account with like maybe 3,000 followers uses like maybe 60 something million hashtags that's never going to work because 
no one's gonna see it so you have to like always use hashtags based on the amount of followers that you have i have over fourteen thousand, but i barely use millions just because i know that millions is like very competitive so you want to use like reasonable hashtags that your ideal clients can still find you or new people can find you when you use that hashtag okay and if people are just starting out and they do want to begin to develop like a feed right you know how you go to the home page and instagram has like all of these items that they suggest that they think that you might like like how do people really start to begin to like curate that page with other things that are related to their business like should we be following hashtags that have to do with like maternity fertility or end of life in order to start to curate that if that's what our businesses are about or does it even matter I feel like um, with hashtags, what I've noticed as well, like let's say, yeah, you're a doula and you have to then decide who's your ideal client. What most people do is because they're doulas, they end up using hashtag doula, doulas in UK, doulas in USA, end of life treatment. And the thing is, when you use those hashtags, other doulas are going to find you because they're searching for the same thing. So you have to use a hashtag that your ideal clients are searching for. So who is your ideal client? Is your ideal client a first-time mom, for example? So that would be a good hashtag for you to use. As a doula, you want to work with, you know, ladies that are pregnant for the first time or second pregnancy, like first-time moms and stuff. You don't want to use, like, hashtag doula because that's what you're already using. Like, that's who you are already. So you need to, like, try and use hashtags that your ideal clients are using or who your ideal client is. Yeah, excellent tip. I know a lot of doulas that use hashtag doula and have other doulas following them. And there's also a lot of doulas that do like a follow for follow thread in doula groups where they get a ton of other doulas to follow them. And I know it's tempting, especially when you have an empty account to just get any followers that you can. But I do think that eventually when you do start to run ads and different things like that and you get into more complex marketing strategies, it's going to be such a waste of money if other doulas are following you who don't don't have any interest in shopping with you whatsoever so definitely 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 keep that in mind I know we we didn't talk about ads but just to say like thinking long term like that's ultimately what you want to make sure that you're thinking about so stay out of those follow for follow threads um it's tempting but it won't get you where you want to go any faster yeah um so when we think about um our instagram collaborations do you have any advice if people do want to collaborate with other people in order to grow their reach and their audience yes um i would say that's a fantastic idea because collaborations is all about you know somebody you want to collaborate with someone that aligns with what you're already doing or you want to collaborate with people that have like you know followers that you want to tap from and stuff like that so it's actually good but you need to collaborate with someone that is mutually beneficial to you you do not want to you know like you're in a service-based business you do not want to collaborate with like you know people that sell products because your clients are not really your ideal clients are not really like you know looking for product so you have to be what's the word you have to be strategic when you're trying to like you know do a collaboration you need to be someone that you can mutually benefit from each other 
but it is a very good idea to do like collaborations every now and okay. again. Okay. Okay. Love it. I wanted to ask you one other question and that's about using big brands and bloggers or influencers in order to find your ideal client. So like I usually follow a page, let's say like motherly motherly is a huge page that a lot of expecting and new families follow. Or I may find like a blogger who has a big audience of like, let's say a hundred thousand followers who recently announced that you know her and her family were expecting and then i'll note the hashtags that they use or the content that they're posting that seems to be going well with their audience in order to get ideas for what i want to post i do the same thing for this podcast like from my instagram account for this podcast i'll follow other like doula training organizations and i'll see who's following those pages knowing that they're interested in training as a doula they might be interested in this podcast so i might follow or engage with those accounts what do you think about using those kind of strategies in order to start to find who you want to follow you and who you want to build your audience with online um i think that is um it's a good strategy because Mm -hmm. you can end up maybe finding your ideal clients using that but when it comes to engagement sometimes if you might not necessarily want to engage with you know the people leaving comments you could want to engage with like you know the followers and the people liking the pay the the content because they're interested in whatever content they're putting out for example most people that have like that kind of account they are following them because they like who that particular person is. It might not necessarily mean that they're following that person because of the content that they are posting out. So it's a good strategy, but then you need to be strategic in terms of how you're taking information from those kind of pages. Okay. Got it. Any last tips that you want to give people who may be brand new to Instagram or maybe aren't new to Instagram, but really want to start to use it as a tool to help them grow their impact and their reach? Yeah, I would say um, be, be very patient when you start on. Don't be tempted, as you said earlier on, like don't be tempted to do the whole follow for follow or doing giveaways. Like just take your time and build up Instagram because I have had people with less than 200 followers and they're getting, they're getting like, you know, clients because they have taken their time to really, really decide and they've taken their time to know who they want to serve, what their purpose is, is on Instagram and how they want to serve that problem. So that's just what you need to like, you know, focus on, focus on creating like, you know, an a nice bio that basically tells people what you do and who you are when they come on your page have like you know some highlights that sort of like talk about your services that you offer have like you know content that can get your ideal clients nodding and eventually from having following you to trusting you then they can start buying from you so be consistent and be patient it would not take two days or three days for some people it takes a month to see momentum and for some people it takes less than a month or more than a month but just be very strategic with what your purpose is on instagram 
Yeah, excellent advice. And I feel like you are like so the real deal. Like so many people try to sell like social media courses and things that really don't have a following and don't have engagement. Um, so since you do have the following and you do have the engagement and the expertise, I would love it if you would share how people can really dive deeper into the things that we talked about today in order to really get their Instagram up and running. If you do have any courses, books, workshops, we would love to know all about it. Okay, so actually, um, for this month of July, I'm actually um, doing, I'm focusing on my 90 minutes intensive. So why basically doing that 90 minutes is get you from, as you said, from a newbie to using your Instagram effectively. So what we do is we have like a deeper look if you don't already have like content and you're only just starting out, then we can sit down together and say, okay, you know what? We can work together on what sort of like content, what's your purpose on Instagram, how you, who you want to serve, how you want to serve them. Then once we have that sorted, then we can come together and decide on how to create content for those, um, for your ideal clients. So that's where we come together and we have like a personalized action plan and then we work on your content pillars because you need to be very sure what your content pillars are and what problem you're solving because a lot of people as you said create instagram and they sell courses and they literally do not give you any results so that's why i've decided to you know do this 90 minutes intensive where we actually sit down together and we work together and I, you know, give you like some of my strategies on how to have a good bio, how to have, you know, clarity, how to attract and then how you can convert those ideal clients, you know, those followers into ideal clients. Love. Okay, so I will put a link in the description so you guys can dive into the 90 minute intensive. Again, this is just for the month of July 2021. So if you are listening to this afterwards, there may be a different offer. So reach out to see what the new offer is. And Essay, I want to thank you so much for being a guest for sharing your best tips, tricks and knowledge. Let everybody know where they can find you to check out your beautiful Instagram and any other platforms that they can follow you on. Oh, thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure and I've had such a good time. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram on um, E-S-E-J-A-N-T-A and that's S-A Janta on every other platform. So Facebook, Instagram is the same name. Okay, awesome. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Check the description for all of the links and I will see you guys in the next episode.